Picking up dollar number eight, two, four, six, eight, ten, eleven lines up at the bottom. We'll say our shoot today is dedicated by Akiva Noach and Karen Andrews in memory of Akiva Noach's grandmother, Mrs. Elizabeth Andrews. We hope that in the merit of our Talmud Torah, the Bisham will have an aliyah. So let, let's pick up. So, say, so let's pick up Bishimshon. So actually, it's right across from Tosos Giruye. So it says the Yimara, Bishimshon Lav Nazir Hava, or Shimshon Nad Nazir. And I will say, remember again, one of the interesting things that came out yesterday, we spoke about a Nazir Shimshon and a Nazir Olam, which we're going to expound upon today. So the Gemara made it sound that remember there was an opinion of Rabbi Huda who said that who said that uh, excuse me of Rabbi Shimon who says that Anazir Shimshon is not an effective Nazirus. You can't become Anazir Shimshon for the simple reason that Nazir Shimshon was a state that was conferred upon baby Shimshon when he was in utero and he never actively accepted that state. So because of that, it's impossible for one to accept. A state of Nazir Shimshon. So it says, you Shimshon, not Nazir. Is that true that Shimshon did not become a Nazir through an articulated statement? Yet the Pasuk says that the child will be a Nazir Lokim from the womb. Now, both said, now the Gemara assumes that it is Manoah, who is Shimshon's father, who is making that statement. So you see over here that Nazir Shimshon's status can be achieved. Granted, it's a conferred status. But Lamaisi can be achieved through the declaration in this case of the father. To which the Mara says, no, 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 Hasam Malachu the Kamar. That wasn't that wasn't Manoah who said it, but rather again, that was the Malach, the angel who said that Man- that Shimshon was going to be a Nazir, and he was a Nazir even in Euro. As such, says Rabbi Shimon, that therefore to achieve the status of Nazir Shimshon in this world is impossible. Now, obviously, the Mishnah doesn't agree with that because the Mishnah speaks about Nazir Shimshon. So the Gemara says, Minalam how do we know that? Now, remember, one of the interesting aspects of Nazir Shimshon, according to Rabbi Huda, is that a Nazir Shimshon is permitted to become Tamei Lemes, right? As opposed to a regular Nazir, who ultimately, again, cannot become defiled to a corpse, cannot come in contact with a corpse, a Nazir Shimshon is permitted to. So the Gemara says, how do we know that? Now, the assumption is, we know that because Shimshon himself came in contact with the corpse. So asks the Gemara, so where do we know that from? So, maybe because the Pasuk says, with the jawbone of the donkey, I smote a thousand men. Speaking about this miracle, where Shimshon killed a thousand Plishtim with the jaw of a donkey. So you see from here that he came in contact with the corpse. Doma giruye garibu. I don't say maybe he threw maybe he threw the jawbone at the plishtim below Nagabu and he killed them through throwing it at them, but he never actually touched the corpses. rather from here. He killed thirty of them. And he took their clothing. So I you see from here that obviously he killed them, took their clothing, which means he came in contact with the corpse. Dilma Maybe he took their clothing first and then killed them. To which the Gemara says it can't be Bayach Maikach It says he smote them and then he took their clothing. So maybe he made them ghosts. And maybe also he brought them right to death's door, took their clothing, and then killed them. So in which case again he did not become in contact with the mace. To which the Gemara says, Allah Gimara Gimirila. Rather we have a tradition. Gimara means in a Sorah that our tradition about the story was he first killed the Plishtim and then ultimately took their clothing, indicating to us that Lamaisa again, a Nazir Shimshon is permitted to come in contact with the dead. The Nazir Olam Hechaksib. Now let's go back for a moment. 
The Gemara spoke about this idea of a Nazir Olam. So Nazir Olam, Shmuel Kenu, is a Nazir forever. Now, one of the things that the Mishnah spoke about is that the Nazir Olam is permitted to go ahead and trim his hair. So asks the Gemara, the fact that a Nazir, that a Nazir Olam could trim his hair, and when he does so, has to bring three animals as Karbanos, where do we know that from? Ksiv, excuse me, the Sanya Rebbe Omer Rebbe said, Avshalom Nazir Olam Hayar. Avshalom, the son of David Amalek, was a Nazir Olam. Shene Emar, it was at the end of 40 years. So let me go, let me go, and let me go ahead and fulfill my vows that I have promised, that I have vowed to God in Hebron. And Avshalom was a Nazir Olam, which trimmed his hair once every year. Because he quotes over here at the Pasuk. The Pasik Vahi Mikait Yamim Liyamim. It was at the end of days to the days. And what does days mean? Top of hey. The Yalif Yamim Yamim Batarichama. And we can zero shava of Yamim over here. Tiyama Batarichama was a Batarichama are our homes in walled cities. So the halacha is that under normal circumstances, all real estate transactions reverse back on the Yovel year. That's in order to maintain tribal integrity. Because obviously, if real estate if real estate transactions are being permanent, if I'm from Ruben and you're from Binyamin and I buy a piece of land from you, that means it transfers over to Ruben, which disrupts tribal equilibrium. So end of the overall year, everything goes back to its original order, with one exception. The one exception is about the Arichoma, homes in walled cities. So homes in walled cities, if you sell your home in a walled city, you have up to one year to redeem it. If after a year elapses, you do not redeem it, that sale is final and does not revert back on the Yovel year. Seif Rachinu, which is probably explains the reason for that is walled cities were often border cities. In order to, for border cities to maintain that first line of defense, the residents have to know the city, residents have to know each other. Therefore, again, if there's a lot of property turnover, people don't know each other, people don't know the armaments of the city, and it compromises the security of Eretz Yisrael. So, so therefore, the Gemara says, the same way that Yom Ba'ivati Arichom means a year, so to Yom Ba'ivati Shalom means a year as well. And Shalom who was a Nazir Olam, cut his hair once a year. So the Gemara says, So we'll say that's the first opinion. So first opinion says, first opinion of Rebbe, that literally a Nazir Olam could trim his hair once every year. Rabbi Noray, Rabbi Noray says, Rabbi Noray says, no, a Nazir Olam could trim his hair once every 30 days. Rabbi Yossi Omer, Rabbi Yossi holds that a Nazir Olam could trim his hair once a week. Every Erev Shabbos. Why? Because we see that the sons of royalty, sons of the king, trim their hair every Erev Shabbos. We'll define each of these shitos in just a little bit. The Gemara says, My time with the Rebbe. What's Rebbe's logic? Remember, Rebbe said, Nazir Olam could trim his hair. How often? How often? Once a year. So where does he get that? So he learns it out from the Gzeru Shava of Yomim Yom. It says, Yomim by Avshalom. It says, Yomim by Bati Arichoma. Just like Yom by Bati Arichoma means a year. So to Yomim by Avshalom means he cut his hair once a year. So the Gemara says, Vaha Rebbe, who the Amar ain't Yomim Bechus Mishnayim. So one second, but yet Rebbe is who said that Yomim at a minimum means two. So how do you know that Yomim means years? Maybe Yomim means a couple of days. To which the Gemara says, Hai Gzeru Shava Mishum Kovet Gamir. He says it doesn't make sense because we also remember the whole idea is another olam. The reason he has a license to trim his hair is why? Because at some point in time the hair gets very heavy. So it makes sense to say that we're referring to a period of time in which the hair could get heavy. After two days, 
nothing happens. But after a year, one could imagine something absolutely does happen. Ve'ema beiz shanin. So maybe yomim means two years. It says it was at the end of Shnasayim, two years worth of days. So maybe days, maybe days by Avshalom ultimately means, remember, minimum of days is two, but it can't mean days because that's not enough to have a significant hair growth to warrant cutting it. So I, maybe it just means, what, two years? To which the Imam says, no, no, no. Donin yamim she'eni ma'im shanim, mi yamim she'eni ma'im shanim. And to both say, when we're making a Ktir Shava, We'd rather make it as pure of a Gzir Shava as possible. Therefore, we want to learn out Yamim from Yamim, and not Yamim by which it's written Shadim. So what's happening over here? By Avshalom, it uses the Lashon of Yamim. Therefore, when making Gzir Shava, we'd like to find another place where it says Yamim. So for example, by Bate Arichoma, it says Yamim. It says yamim. But let's say in this other passage that the Gemara is going by, he makes shnasayim yamim. It doesn't just say yamim. What does it say? Shnasayim. So therefore, again, we'll say this is just a din in Gzir Shava. So Gzir Shava says whenever the purer the Gzir Shava, the better. What does it mean? How do you, how do you establish purity of Gzir Shava? The more, the more similar the words are, the stronger the Gzir Shava. So if I have a, so I, if I have a choice between making a Gzir Shava between a passage that says yamim, and another pasuk that says yamim versus a pasuk that says yamim, and another pasuk that says shnasayim yamim. I'd rather make the gzir shava with a pasuk that says plain yamim. Therefore, again, we're back to the idea that yamim means a year. I but maybe yamim means thirty days. After all, the chesiv ad chodesh yamim. The pasuk says up until chodesh yamim, literally a month. Up until a month. So the gemara says same answer. Donin yamim she'ini ma'im chadashim. Both say same thing. Because remember, we'll say, we're already we're trying to figure out what Yamim in the Pasuk of Avshalom means. What does that mean? We know that he cut his hair, Yamim. Vahimi Yamim. So again, if I have a choice between comparing it to another Pasuk that says Yamim versus a Pasuk that says Chodesh Yamim, I'd rather go with Yamim because that is a pure Gzair Shava. Therefore, again, just like Yomim by Bakhti Arichoma means a year, so to Yomim by Avshalom also means a year. I ve'ima mihacha. I but why don't we say from the family Pasik? Miyamim Yamima. So we'll say here, the Yomim is talking about Miyamim Yamima. Tilachna, I'm reading to the Pasik. Tilachna benos Yisrael lisanos lebas Yiftach hagiladi arbaos Yomim Hashanah. So we'll say, listen to this. Remember the story of Yiftach? So Yiftach was one of the Shoftim. So Yiftach makes a nether, and the nether he says that if he's successful in battle, when he comes back out, the first thing that comes out of his house is going to be Kodesh Lashem. It's going to be sanctified. What's the first thing that comes out of his house? His daughter. So remember, this is a tragic story where ego gets in the way, and Yiftach doesn't want to go to the Navi. The Navi doesn't want to go to Yiftach, and when ego gets in the way, often it's not the people with big egos who gets hurt, who get hurt, but rather it's all the people around them. And Yiftach's daughter essentially is confined to a life of solitude. She never gets married. And so the Navi discusses that four times a year, her friends would go to visit her. Now, now what the Gemara's presupposing over here is that those four times a year are equal intervals. So therefore, every three months, her friends would go to visit her. So what do you see from here? That Yamim Yamima means three months. So maybe that's the din also by Yiftach. Maybe by Yiftach, excuse me, not by Yiftach, by Shalom. 
Rebbe Avshalom, where we're describing a Nazir Olam, that Yamin means that he could cut his hair every three months, to which the Gemara says, Danin, again, same answer. Danin Yamin Miyamim, Ve'in Danin Yamin Miyamima. Miyamim Yamima. So we'll say the idea is, again, we're looking for purity of the Gzair Shava. And purity of the Gzair Shava dictates that if I have a choice between comparing the word Yamim to another Pasuk where it's just Yamim, or if it's comparing Yamim to another Pasuk where it's Yamim Yamima, I'd rather just go with Yamim. Umay Nafkamina, so the Gemara says, what does this matter? Meaning, Umay Nafkamina, Vahad Tanad Verishmal, Vishava Koin, Uvaha Koin, Zoe Shiva, Vizoe Vias. So the Gemara says like this, okay. So I, I understand what you're saying. At the end of the day, what you're saying is, that you, Gemara, feel that strength of Xer Shava is most manifest in Xer Shava of two exactly the same, of two words that are exactly the same, as opposed to making Xer Shava between two words that are pretty much the same, but not, not textually exactly the same. Someone says, I don't understand. I have to meet up. When it comes to making Xer Shava, we don't need the words to be the same. What's the right time, I will say? So the right time, without getting into the details over here, but there's a concept of Tzara's Habayis. Right? We know that a home a home is afflicted with saras. So the Gemara makes a gzir shava between the process when the when the coin comes to the home and the process when the coin leaves the home. And how does the Gemara make that gzir shava? The shava coin ubaha coin to equate the processes of the coin coming into the home and the coin leaving the home. I will say so. The Gemara makes a gzir shava like that. Now, why is that an incredible gzir shava? Why is that an incredible gzir shava? Because the words are not even the same. Right? The only word that's the same there is what is kohen. But it's two different animals. But again, it is Xer Shava because both represent the Kohen and his interaction with the home, going into the home, coming out of the home. If you take a quick look at Rashi, Rashi says, The same halachos for coming into the home are the same halachos for leaving the home. Supposed to the same way that when the Kohen leaves his home, and goes into the home that has the questionable saras. If it's questionable, they scrape it out. They let the home sit for another seven days. So too, when the coin comes back a week later to look at it again, if it's still there, they give it another week. So they equate the two processes of the coin coming in the first time and the coin coming in the second time. With the idea being that you make a gzir shava with even two dissimilar phrases. To which the Gemara says, you're right. To which the Gemara says, okay, I, I agree. Can you make a Gzir Shava between two dissimilar words? Yes. But when do we do that? When there is no similar word with which to make the Gzir Shava. But if there is a similar word to affect the Gzir Shava, I'd rather use a similar word. So we'll so say, therefore, in our case over here, we're looking to figure out by Shalom, who was a Nazir Olam, we're looking to figure out what Yomim means. We know that he cut his hair Yomim. So now, okay, I understand. Can I make a Gzir Shava between Yamim and Yamim Yamima or Yamim and Shnasayim? Yes. Can I do it? Do I have the license to do it? Absolutely. But if I have a choice between making a Gzir Shava with a word that is similar but not exactly the same versus a Gzir Shava with a word that is exactly the same, then of course it halachically behooves me to make the Gzir Shava with the word that is exactly the same. Therefore, again, because I have another Yamim, by Bate Arechoma, therefore I choose to make the Gzir Shava ultimately with that word. And just like by Bate Arechoma means a year, so to buy Nazir Olam it also means a year. Iger the Amri, there are others who explain. Menaya Dinan Dechot Lase Yarchin Chazimna Dilma Arboa Zimni Bishasa Inami Arboa Yarchin Chad Zimna 
train Yarkin Bechazimra. So we'll say the other issue is remember that <coughs> this is actually quoting from the Pasik of Yamim Yamima by the daughters of Yiftach. So we'll say, see that one sounds actually like a pretty good argument because you're saying Yamim Yamima means they went to visit her four times a year, which we assume, which we assume means which we which we assume means which we assume means that every three months. To which the Imran says, how do you know it means that they went at four equal intervals throughout the year? Perhaps, again, the Gemara says, perhaps they went. Maybe they went after four months one time, and then after two months another time, and then after another four months one time, and after two months. So, I mean, how do you know that it means they went every three months? It just tells us they went four times throughout the year without telling us at all that it was an equal interval. So that's just another answer. I mean, so the Gemara gives two answers as to why we can't learn out from Yamim Yamima. Either number one, because why should we? Why should we learn out from Yamim Yamima if we don't have to? If we have, again, another explicit Yamim. And number two, who's to say that Yamim Yamima means every three months to begin with? Rabbi no. So, we'll say, so that's the first opinion. So the first opinion was the opinion of Rabbi, namely that Halacha Lamaisa, that Halacha Lamaisa, <coughs> that a Nazir Olam has the ability to trim his hair once every year. That was the first Shita. Rabbi Noroi, Rabbi Noroi says, Rabbi Noroi, Omer, Megalech Achas L'Shloshim Yom. Rabbi Noroi says that a Nazir Olam could trim his hair once every 30 days. So the Gemara says, My time, why is it? Why is it that he could trim his hair every 30 days? Gabikonim, Mishum Di Ikakovet, Hachanami Ikakovet, because he said that is the din by Kohanim, right? A coin head yoke must trim his hair every 30 days in order that his hair does not become too heavy. So we see that within a month, Hair could become quote unquote heavy. Therefore, the Nazir Olav also has a license to trim. Now, also remember, he's only permitted to trim his hair in a certain way, only with the razor, right? So, again, so he's not permitted to take a full haircut, but he could trim his hair once every 30 days. That's Rabbi Noroi. Rabbi Yossi says, Rabbi Yossi Omer, Megalech me Erev Shabbos, Erev Shabbos. Rabbi Yossi says, no, literally, he could trim his hair once a week. Once a week. So the Gemara says, Ma'ika Bene, Lashar Achoi. So we'll say, remember, again, here's what's interesting. Now, now where, did, now, where did Rabbi Yossi get this? Rabbi Yossi got this because, B'nai Malachin, because children of the king, royalty, cuts their hair every single week. Okay, so now the Gemara has something very interesting. So if that's the case, that what was the difference of Shalom and his brothers? Meaning that his brothers were also taking a haircut once a week. And now you tell me Avshalom was a Nazir, Olam was also taking a haircut once a week. So what was the difference of Shalom and his brothers? Oh, I'll tell you. The Gemara says, I'll tell you what the difference was. Yom Tov Shechali Ospem to Shabbos. Listen to this. If Yom Tov fell out in the middle of the week, Da'achoi Megalchin, Chulo Megalea. So we'll say, if Yom Tov falls out in the middle of the week, that there's a din that what? There's a din to take a haircut to shave before Yom Tov. So his brothers would do so. But Avshalom, who was a Nazir Olam, did not have a license to do so. He only had a license to trim his hair on Erev Shabbos. Inami, the other possibility is, Legaluchim in Safar Demali Shabsa. To take a haircut early on Friday morning. Achoi Megalchin, so his brothers were able to do so, but Anazir Olam is only permitted to go ahead and take a haircut later on in the day. So, so this is the fundamental machlokis. Just so you should know, how do we paskin? The way the Rambam paskins is that if a person is a Nazir Olam, an eternal Naziros, so he paskin like Rebbe, and the Nazir is permitted to trim his hair once a year. Once a year, she says the Gemara, just as an aside, Mem Shana, Hani Arbaim Shana, Maya Beretayu, Remember again, the Pasuk by Avshalom, which by the way is the Pasuk that discusses the beginning of Avshalom's revolt, 
against David Amalek. He uses this pretext of going to Hebron to offer up his kavanos. And when he's in Hebron, it's when he sounds the trumpet and says that he's the king. So the Gemara asks the following. The Gemara says, it says it was in the 40th year. So the Gemara asks, 40th year of what? So the Gemara says, it's actually very interesting. Rabbi Noorai, Omer Mishum Rabbi Yoshua, Lekate Mem Shana, it was 40 years after the anniversary that we asked for ourselves a king. Because the year we asked the king was the 10th year that Shmuel was the Shobet. You understand the, 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 um, what's the word? Like the meaning in that. You know, there's a lot of controversy in terms of last week's parish, in terms of asking for a king. And whether it was whether it was right or not. There's one thing that was clear, which was that asking for a king was a terrible slight to Shmuel Hanavi. Because Shmuel Hanavi ever, you know, he spent his life literally leading Klav Yisrael. And essentially what they said to him is, you're not really good enough, you need a king. And the truth is, Klav Yisrael in general asking for a monarchy is not so posh. We have a king. It's not so posh that we should want a, a human king. And that's why the monarchy was fraught with issues from its inception. And interestingly enough, the rebellion of Avshalom occurs on the 40th anniversary of the request of the king. Okay, so it says the Mishnah. Stam the Zir Islam Yom. Well, say if a person takes an Azir Nazir, remember, now just so you follow the progression here, so we spoke about a Nazir Olam, where a person becomes a Nazir forever. We spoke about a Nazir Shimshon, which essentially is like a Nazir Olam in terms of its duration, but again, it's different in some of its specific halachas. Let's say if a person just says, Hareini Nazir, I'm a Nazir. But it doesn't, but doesn't, but doesn't quantify the time. So the Mishnah says, "Stam nazirus If you don't quantify the time, the assumption is that the duration of your nazirus is thirty days. So the Gemara says, "Min hanimili." So where, where do we know that from? Amarav Masna Makra Kadosh Yihia. This is amazing because the pasuk says that the nazir Kadosh Yihia he will be Kadosh Yihia b'Gimatria Tlasin Habu. So Yihia in Gimatria is thirty. Now I will say now this is interesting. The Gemara doesn't often use Gimatria. And remember, the Gemara's Gematria is different than ours. This is not like, you know, Egos plus 22 minus 1, you know, equals Chet. You see, shouldn't you like, you know, th- th- this, th- this is, when the Gemara uses the Gemara understands that there is absolutely something to numerical values. And therefore, again, especially when the Torah puts in a word that doesn't really need to be there. Like, I don't even need this phrase at all. But if we just see Kadosh, why Kadosh Yiyeh? So the Gemara says that Yiyeh is coming to teach me something, namely that in the past he's teaching the inherent, or I should say, the most basic duration of a Nezir Naziros, which is 30 days. Because again, the numerical value, Yud Yud, and then Hey Hey, ultimately is 30. Barpada Amar, Barpada says, Keneged Nazir Nezro HaAmurim Torah Lamid Chasr Achas. Well, it's very interesting. Barpada says, no, where do we get 30 from? Because there are 30 times, actually 30 times minus 1, which is 29 times that the word or the root Nazir or Nizro appears in the Torah. So the fact that that root or that word appears 30 times indicates to us what? That Lamaisa, again, the Stam Nadir Nazirus, an unqualified Nazarite vow, extends for 30 days. Why doesn't he learn it out also from the number of times that Nazir Nizro is mentioned in the Torah? He says, you can't use that to learn out the duration of Naziris. Why? Because those words actually teach us stuff. Right? Those words teach us things. For example, 
For example, when the Pasik says that the Yazir shall abstain from wine and from Shekhar, Yazir, excuse me, now Shekhar, last or Yain Mitzvah, Kyanush is we said this yesterday. What does that teach us? That teaches us ultimately that Yain Mitzvah, that, that Mitzvah wine, is just as usher as, as, um, as right, we'll call it recreational or non Mitzvah wine. Kiafli Lindor Nezer Lahazir. Just give me examples. So Maslin is giving examples of that the fact that these extra words of what appear to be extra words of Nazir or Lahazir are not extra. We learn things out from them. Because we learn things out from them, they're purposeful. Therefore, they cannot just be used as for their numerical, not numerical value, but they cannot simply be used in a tally of 30 to teach me that Lamaisa Stamna Nazirus is 30 days. So for example, the phrase of Lindor Nezer, Lindor Neder Nazir Lahazir teaches us that Nazirus Chala Amuzirus. And I will discuss it. If you take a look at Rashi, just a moment, Rashi, last Rashi in that says, Shanazirus Chala Amuzirus. If a person says, I will be a Nazir if I eat this loaf. The Chazar, the Amar Harini Nazir im Ochal Kikars, when he says it again, I'm a Nazir if I eat this Kikar, but Achla, and he eats the loaf. So, Mode Shtei Naziros. He has to count two durations of Naziros. So that's what it means, Nazir the Hazir, that Naziros Chal an Naziros, that literally one Nazirite vow can devolve, you can devolve upon an already existing Nazirite vow. So most of the point that Amas making is, Barpada, you make it sound like this, 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 this root Nazir or the Hazir appears 30 times in the Torah, and it's kind of just sitting there, so it must be there because of the importance of its, its combined numerical value. To which Ramasa is not true. Each of those words, or some of those words, come to teach us things. Therefore, you can't just count them up and arrive at 30 and therefore say, Stam Nejjin Aziris is 30. That's why Rav Masna says, I prefer to go with the numerical value of Yiyah. So what does Barpada respond to this? Barpada says, Amr Lecha, Lecha Chad Min Hon Dalav Lidrasha, so we'll say, so Barapada advances a very interesting argument. Barapada says, look, Ramasta, I agree with you, that there are some of them that are used for drashas, but will you not agree with me that there's not at least one that's not used for a drasha? To which Ramasta will say, of course, of course, there's more than one that's not used for a drasha. So Barapada will say, the fact that there's one that's sitting there that's not being used for a drasha, Tells me that Lamaisa again, therefore it could be used to tell me the stam, the, the basic duration of an Adenazirus. And the fact that one could be used teaches me that what? All of them can be used as well. Fine. So I'll say, so remember, interestingly enough, so it appears that Barpada and Ramasana are not really arguing. I should say they're arguing as to the source, but agreeing as to the principle. But I will say, if you look carefully, they're not totally agreeing on the principle. Because remember, according to Barpada, how many Nazir Lahazir words does he count up throughout the Torah? Exactly. 29. 29. So again, remember, and according to, and yet Rav Masna, from his numerical value, gets 30. So it says the Gemara Tanan, Stam Ned, Stam Nazir Shloshimon. So now the Gemara asks, what does our Mishnah say? Our Mishnah says that a Stam Nedir Nazirus extends for 30 days. So Bishlam, Mother Rav Masna, Necha. So we'll say, according to Rav Masna, who learns out from the Gematria of Yehiyah, the Yehiyah is 30. Okay, that makes the Mishnah make sense. El Barpada Kasha. But I will also remember, Barpada only comes up with 29. You know, he, he, he tries to make us it's 30. He tries to make us think it's 30. Why he says, Shloshim Chazer Achos. You know, 30 minus 1. Very nice. But, you know, if we take off our shoes. So, you know, we'll figure it out that we're really only up to 29. So, therefore, again, the Mishnah says, Stam Nezir Nezirus is 30 days. So, what's, hap- what's happening over here? 
Bless you. Amar Lechabar Pada. I did the Ika Yom Tlasen Zemigaleach Umevi Karbanosa Mishum Hachi Tanishloshim. Ah, to which Bar Pada says, No, no, no. It's really 29 days of full Nedir Nazirus. Because what happens on day number 30? So Bar Pada says, Day number 30 is the day that the Nazir shaves his head. And he brings his karbanos. So really, when I say, when, when the Mishnah says 30 days, it means the entire process is 30 days. But how many real days of full-fledged Nazirus do you have? 29. Because on day number 30 is when you're bringing your karbanos and shaving your head. Therefore, again, by Pada says, my drusha works. To which the says, well, one second. Tnan, Misho, Maharini, Nazir. If someone says, I am a Nazir, so what's the halacha? Megaleach yom shloshin no, no, no. I was never going to see this machlokis later on. But here you have Mishnah that says that if someone says, I'm a Nazir, when, when is he bringing his karbanos and shaving his head? On day 31. On day 31. <laughs> so you see from here that when the Mishnah says that Stam Nedir Naziris is 30 days, it really means a complete 30 days in Naziris. And on day 31, you bring your karbanos. Bishlam of Rav Masna. Shabbos, according to Rav Masna, works beautifully. Because he teaches me that there are 30 days of active Naziris, and on day 31 is when I'm bringing my kabbalos and shaving my head. <laughs> However, El Barpada, Kashia. I, but according to Barpada, it represents a Kasha, to which the Yerush is Amalucha Barpada, Ema Seva. Yet look at the end of that Mishnah. Im Gilach Liom Shloshim Yatsa. Then what does the Mishnah say? The end of the Mishnah say that if you shave at the end of 30 days, you are Yotze. So, so what do you see from here? So the Mishnah says, it's true, normally you go out and you do this on day 31, but if you did it on 30, it's good enough. And you're Yotze. So, we'll say, so therefore, Barpada will say, Barpada will say, look, therefore, I'm still correct. At the end of the day, in the purest form of the law, the basic requirement is you have 29 days of full-fledged Nazirus, and on day number 30 is when you're going out to bring your Kabbalah. And even though, technically speaking, maybe we should bring it on day 31, but since technically, if you brought it on day, tw- on, you brought up, if you brought it on day 30, you're Yotze, therefore, I'm correct in saying that there are 29 days of full-fledged Nazirus. So the Gemara says, Eim Yatsa, Oh, this is very important. So now, based on the Sefer, so the second part of that Mishnah, which is the statement that says that if you brought your Karbanos on day number 30, you're Yotze, fine. So that salvages, that salvages Barpada's Shita. However, I will say, what does Barpada do with the Reisha? Remember, the first case of the Mishnah was that if a person makes a Nedir Nezirus, so what Lechatchila, when does he bring his Karbanos? Lechatchila, on day number 31. So what does Barpada do with that? So I will say, this is amazing. To which Barpada will say, that has to be a case. So Barpada will say this. There is a case where a person says, That if a person literally makes a statement, I am a Nazir for 30 complete days. So what does that mean? See, Barpada will agree that what is the duration of your active Nazirus? What's the duration? 30 complete days. And when do you bring your karbanos? On day 31. See, even Barpada will say, look, all I'm saying is that in the absence of any specified time frame, so I will say that the duration of a Nazirus is 29 days. It's 30 days altogether, 29 of it active Nazirus, 30 of day bringing up karbanos and shaving of head. But if a person said that I'm a Nazir for 30 days, for Shloshin Yom Shleiman, then Enochinami, I would agree that Lamaisa, it means that you're a Nazir for 30 days and the Kavanos are brought on the 31st day. Ella, 
Um, do you actually say that, or it's I'm we so, consider? Oh, so we're gonna see. We're gonna see. So the lashon over here is na'asek which we'll have to see what that means because that makes it sound like you're not actually articulating it, but it's as if you became it. So we'll see. <laughs> so the gemara says the following. The gemara says the following. According to Rav Masna. So now what we've done is we've worked out the, both the Reisha and the Seifa of Mishnah according to Barakada. However, now the Gemara says that the Seifa poses a Kasha according to Rav Masna. Rav Masna, now remember, what does the Seifa say? The Seifa says that if a Nazir went ahead and shaved and took a haircut and brought this, no, I'm sorry, if he, if he shaved his head and he brought this Karbanos on day number 30, he's Yotze. Rav Masna, and that poses a Kasha according to Rav Masna, because what did Rav Masna say? Rav Masna said the duration of an Aziris is 30 days, which seems to indicate to us, we assume that what that meant is when was he bringing his kabanas and shaving his head? When was he doing that? On the 31st day. Yet the Mishnah says that if he does it on the 30th day, or Yotze, so it's a Kasha. Kasavar Miktsas Hayom Gekula. Both said it's incredible. It's not a Kasha, because Rav Masna holds that part of the day counts as the whole. In other words, that he observes his Naziris until the morning of the 30th. Observing the zeros on the third on the third on the morning of the thirtieth counts as if he's observed the entire thirtieth day. We've seen this concept mm-hmm. in other areas like Avelos and other areas of Halacha. Therefore, Lamaisa again, that's fine, and he brings his karbanos on that very same day. Tanan. So we'll say. So this is the fundamental machlokes between Bar Pada and Rav Masna. Again, so fundamental machlokes in terms of Rav Masna learning out from Yiyya, Bar Pada learning it out from the number of times that the root Nazir and Israel is mentioned in the Torah. And again, now we see that these various Mishnayis, these various. So we'll say. I'll tell you what's interesting. What's interesting over here is it could very well be that both Rav Masna and Bar Pada, according to where the Gemara is holding right now, will agree that you bring your kabbalos on day number thirty. They just disagree as to the mechanics of that. So according to according to Bar Pada, that's because day number 30 is not supposed to be part of active Nazirus. Day number 30 is your carbon haircutting day. You have 29 days of active Nazirus, one day of carbon haircutting. Rav Masalan will say, no, you have 30 days of active Nazirus. I but you don't. You only have 29 days in change. It's okay. Because there's a kind of mixtasyam kikulu, which means if you observe part of a day, Halakhically, it counts as if you observe the entire day, just like we have Rahman al by Shiva. So Shiva is not seven, well, Shiva never is seven complete days, usually never seven complete days. But the seventh day, remember, we observe a little bit in the morning, and that counts as if I've observed the entirety of the day. So to Rav Masna will say, I observe the morning of the 30th day of Anadir Nazirus. That counts as if I've observed the entire 30th day, and I bring my carbonos that day. So let's just do one more line. Tnan. So I am a Nazir for 30 days. But yet, can I both say, what do you do with the following Mishnah? The Mishnah says that if a person says, I am a Nazir for 30 days, and then what happens? He shaved on the 30th day. He's not Yotze. So both said, it seems to indicate to us that when the shaving and haircutting have to take place, has to take place on the 31st day, which contradicts everything we just said before, because we actually thought we were in a good place, where we both have Rav Masna and Barpada on the same page, that haircutting and shaving can take place on day 30. And yet here the Mishnah is explicit in saying that if you shaved or you took your haircut, excuse me, if you, t- if you shaved your head or you brought your Karmas on day 30, that you're not Yotze. To which the Mishnah says, no, 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 but Omer Shleiman. What's the case of Yerabo saying? The case over here is where Lamaisa he said, Hareini Nazir Shloshim Yom Shleiman. I am hereby a Nazir for 30 complete days. So both, both Barpada and Rav Masna will agree that if a person says, I am a Nazir, 
for 30 complete days. What does 30 complete days mean? 30 complete days meaning, and again, according to Barpad, the 30 complete days, according to Ramas, that means that we will not say mitzas hayom kikulo, we won't say part of the day counts as the whole. Rather, what? We'll go ahead and actively count 30 complete days, and everyone will agree that when you made that type of nether, then lemaisa, again, you bring your kabaros and you do your head shaving on day 31. I'm going to say we'll stop over here. We'll pick up with the Mirtashem Tanan.